So I just want to read one passage of scripture, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. First Kings chapter 18, verse 41. Thank you for standing to honor God's word. I'll just read this one passage. Won't keep you standing long. These folks have to get on the road to Arkansas, so we won't keep you long there either. But the scripture says this, and Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. There is a sound of abundance of rain. Now he didn't see the rain or hear the rain yet, he just heard the sound of it. Thank you Jesus for your word, we honor you, we honor it today God, in Jesus name, amen. Friday morning I came to, I woke up, and I just knew that it was pouring down rain outside, Brother Michael. I just knew it was. And I heard rain on a tin roof, and I said, well, our roof isn't tin. But I just heard rain. And so I was just like, well, praise God, we just need rain. So I just remember kind of dozing back off. And in the spirit, I just began to hear the word of the Lord say, what you're hearing is a sound of an abundance of rain. And then the Lord began to deal with me about the month of August, and he began to deal with me about new beginnings. And he said, Jared, I want you to sow this seed, and I want you to put it in the ground of the hearts of the people that's there. He said, because you're about to see an abundance of rain poured out. He said, what you're hearing now is just the sound of what you're about to see. Sometimes you hear and see in the Spirit before you hear and see it in the natural. But I'm telling you, church, it's about to rain. There is a lot of chaos that's going on in the world, but I'm telling you, we're about to see it rain in ways that we've yet to see it rain before. Amen. The Bible says that Elijah, when he came, it says that he said to them in 1 Kings chapter 17, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Let me tell you, church, you and I have authority in our word. Amen? We have authority in our word. Can I tell you, I believe that God is doing something right now in this season of drought. For three and a half years, there was no rain. Amen? The book of James chapter 5 verse 17 says this, And Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth for the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Church, let me tell you, today we're going to sow some seed, and I'm going to give you about six promises that I believe are from the Lord. Amen? What is what does the rain represent? Amen. So I want you to write these six things down and I want you to hold on to them. I want you to write today's date down because I believe that God is about to pour down rain. Amen. I believe that God's about to give hope. I believe God is about to give answers, but I don't know about you. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Amen. It's time that you and I get up.
It's time that you and I eat, and it's time that you and I drink. It's time we get out of our pity parties. It's time we get out of our darkness. It's time we get out of our dungeons. It's time we get out of our depression. It's time we get out of everything that the enemy has tried to hold us down. It's time that you and I, as the church, would get up, eat, and drink because I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Amen. You can't do what you need to do in the harvest field when you're stuck in your depression when you're stuck in your room, when you're stuck locked behind closed doors. Amen. And I'm telling you, I can be the first one to do all of those things so I'm not looking down on you or preaching down to you, but I just came this morning to uplift us all and to run the devil right up out of your lives, out of your house, out of your minds, out of your hearts. I come to tell you this morning, church, that I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. You may not see it yet. You may not smell it yet. I'm telling you may be somewhere like the prophet with your head tucked between your legs and it may not make sense but I'm telling you church go look again and go look again but I'm telling you I'm about to see a rain like we've yet to see it may only look like a cloud the size of a man's head but I'm telling you that's all God needs I said that's all God needs I believe that cloud was God's hand in the sky and I believe we feel that God's removed his hand you're about to see his hand and ways you've yet to see it before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what does the rain represent? Well, I can tell you one thing it represented was revival. The Baal worship was so intense and Elijah had just done away with the Baal, the false prophets and said, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Right? You're going to serve Baal, then serve Baal. You're going to serve God, then serve God. I believe, I believe, I believe that God is about to bring the church to that place. If you're going to serve Baal, then serve Baal. If that's what you want, if you're going to serve the world, then serve the world. But if you want to serve God, then get on God's side today. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. You see, the prophet had enough. He said, who you want to serve? What you going to do? You got to make up your mind. I believe it was last Sunday that I said there's going to be a line drawn in the sand today. And church, I believe that we're about to be brought to a place that we're going to have to make a decision on whose side we're on and whose side we're not on. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. I'm telling you, church, I don't know what we're going to face. I'm telling you right now, if you're not careful, there'll be more fear and panic on the inside of you. If you watch social media long enough, if you watch CNN long enough, if you watch Fox News, I'm telling you, if you just listen to the report of the world, I'm telling you, you'll run in fear. And I'm telling you, the report of the world, I tell you, got inside of a congregation, and I can tell you, people died in a wilderness because the word... The report of the world got in 10 people and only two of them had the report of the Lord. I'm telling you, church, just because there's more that believes one side and fewer on the other, you better know what you've heard. I said you better know what you've heard because the 10 that believed the evil report of the world, they said, I see all of that, but there's fear on the inside of me. I look like a grasshopper. I feel like a grasshopper. Well, guess what, church? You and I is not grasshoppers. We're blood-bought believer child of 
God, and I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Are you hearing me? I said poison gets on the inside of people, and they'll discourage everybody. But I come to encourage. I come to tell you not to give up. I told you to rise up. I'm telling you, church, it's time to get up and believe God. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Hallelujah. We're not grasshoppers. So don't believe the report of the world. Believe the report of God. I see it. We're carrying the fruit of that. No, we're going in to possess that. Amen. I'm telling you, poison gets in. It'll poison a congregation. It'll poison a people. And it'll cause division and people die. People die. That's what happened in the word of God. So the rain represents revival. For three and a half years, it didn't rain. Three and a half years. Why didn't it rain? Because what did Baal think that they could do? Baal's name means Lord. (laughs) But he's just the wrong Lord. Baal as a god worshipped little G in many ancient Middle Eastern communities, especially among the Canaanites, who apparently considered him a fertility deity and one of the most important gods in Pantheon. He was also called the Lord of Rain and Dew. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, Elijah, the prophet from God, said, I'm going to tell you what ain't going to happen. Can you say ain't in Arkansas? We say it in Gritney, all right? He said, I can tell you what's not going to happen. Until I say so, it's not going to rain or do. The same thing that Baal's the God of, little g God of. See, he thought that he ruled the roost. And so the prophet showed up and he said, I'm about to show Baal who rules the roost. And it's not going to be Elijah, but it's going to be the God of Elijah and the God in Elijah. And I'm telling you, church, it's time that you and I would be awakened to the God that's on the inside of us. I'm telling you the authority that's been given to you and I. I preach in this house Wednesday night. It's like Aaron. We got to stand between the dead and the living and we have the authority to say to the plague, be stopped as Aaron did. And the plague was stopped. Amen. It was stayed. And I'm telling you this morning, church, I'm telling you this morning, there's a reason. I believe there's a reason everything we're going through right now. People don't know where to turn. They've forsaken God. They've forgotten about God. They've forgotten about what this country was founded upon. I can tell you there's coming a time. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve, church. I'm telling you, you better believe the report of the Lord and not the report of the world. I'm telling you the God of this world is not not going to have the final say. I'm telling you, church, our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the church, I'm telling you, church, it's time you and I would be awakened and rise up like never before. It means revival. Elijah had say so because there was authority in him. Bill, you're not going to have the final say. Call on your God. Call on your God. I believe people in the United States of America is calling on their God. Calling on their God. They're hollering. You hear it? You hear the voices? People calling on their God? There's no answer. What did they start doing? They started going crazy. Started cutting themselves. You ever known anybody that cut themselves? They're calling on their God. Help me. Deliver me. But there's no answer. There's no answer. It leaves me empty. It leaves me broken. And Elijah says, get a little louder. I wonder, I wonder if Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father and he's saying, go, get a little louder. 
I can't hear you yet. Maybe your God's just deaf. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe you need to get louder and awaken him. I don't know if you hear what I hear going on in the world, but I hear a demonic cry trying to wake up a dead God. And they're saying maybe he's sleeping. And so you wonder why it's getting a little bit louder right now. It's because they're trying to wake up a God that is not real and that is dead. And so it's going to get louder before it gets better. Are you hearing me? Don't be shaken and don't be surprised when you hear the report of the world and you hear people screaming and you hear weeping and gnashing of teeth and you hear people cutting and you hear addiction getting worse. Don't be surprised by that. They're just trying to wake up their God that ain't listening. I promise you he's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. I'm telling you he's not there. But I'm telling you church, it's time you and I it's time that you and I would begin to cry out. I said cry out. You can't water down this gospel. He said I'll tell you what I'll do. He said I'll build the altar this way. He said, and I'll pour water. <laughs> I wonder where the water came from because there was a drought. It was precious. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you, church, we're fixing to have to pour out that that is most precious to us. <laughs> we're going to have to pour out that that is most precious. In the middle of a drought, you, he's not wasting that water. He's just about to show them how good his God is. I'm telling you that the rain represented revival because Baal wasn't going to have the final say. Baal thought that he controlled when it rained and when dew came on the ground, but he didn't have the final say. Are you hearing me? Because it did not rain for three and a half years. When did it begin to rain? When the prophet said, rain. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. So I'm telling you this morning, church, you get ready for revival. I'm telling you, GFCC, you get ready for the eight month. You get ready for August. And I'm not telling you, we got it. something happened last two Wednesday nights ago in this house. And I'm telling you, I believe it's preparation. But I'm telling you, God's about to break some things loose in this house on the eighth month. You're about to see new calling spring forth. We're about to see new ministries spring forth. You're about to see new converts come in. I'm telling you, revival is taking place. And I'm telling you this morning, I'm sowing the seed. You better know whose God is God. Revival. Baal don't have the final say. Baal may think that he's the Lord and he may think that he's the God of the rain and the dew, but I'm telling you, he don't have the final say. So what happened? It was revealed whose God was God. That's revival. I'm telling you, God's about to reveal who Jesus is. How's he going to do that? Through the church. Are you willing to call false prophets to the top of Mount Carmel? Are you willing to stand in the face of them and say, call upon your God? Call upon your God. Whose God is God? Choose you in this day. Whom are you going to serve? Are you willing to stand before people that believe this and say, I'll stand here with you all day? We're about to pray. Can we do this? I'm telling you, revival's about to happen. The rain also represented rebirth. Rebirth means born again. I know, let me tell you, you can't have revival without people being born again. Revival's not a run. Revival's not a shout. Amen. I thank God for all of that. I thank God for what we had in here this morning. But if you have revival without people having a rebirth, I'm telling you, we need to look again. Because I'm telling you, there are lost people that need to be born again. Amen? There are lost people that need to be born again. 
The rain also represents refreshing. The Bible says that they went looking to find somewhere for good soil, but there was nowhere to be found. But what does the rain do when the rain comes? It softens the soil. Three and a half years it had not rained. But I promise you, church, you plant seed no matter how hard it is, no matter how dry it is right now in your life. I'm telling you, get ready, because I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I want you to write these things down. Amen? The rain represented, what did I say? Revival, rebirth, and refreshing. The fourth thing I want to give you is it equals and represents restoration. <laughs> Hosea chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6. Verse 2 and 3. After two days will he revive us. <laughs> In the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and the former rain unto the earth. I'm telling you he's going to bring restoration. Things that you could never think would be restored, God is going to restore. Things like we've seen this weekend. I've seen my father one time since I was 25 years old. Well, how can that ever be? Are you hearing me? Restoration. How many of you need things restored in your life? The fifth thing I want to give you is the rain represented regeneration. You know, around this church, we talk a lot about helping people out of addiction. And we talk a lot about rehab centers, rehabilitation. Rehabilitation means to be restored to your former state. Our former state is what got us in the condition and the shape that we were in. So all rehab does is give me a form of pill medication or something to cause my pain or the true issue of my heart to be null and void and for me not to feel it or deal with it. Are you hearing me? That's what rehab does. Rehabilitation brings me to my former state. Well, my former state was a mess and lost. And that's what made me get to a place where I didn't need rehab, but I needed regeneration. Amen? And so you can think that rehab is going to help your religion, but unless you get a relationship, then you're not being regenerated. You've just been rehabbed in your religion. Amen? So I'm talking about drug addiction, but let me put it where church folks can understand it too. Amen? We all need a regeneration. Regeneration does not be conformed to your former state, but it is to become something totally new. 
I am regenerated. That means I'm no longer what I once was, nor am I yet what I'm going to be. But what I am, I am by his grace, and he has been faithful to me. Amen? So in the process of regeneration, don't judge somebody through the season that they're walking through. God's just doing something in their heart that you may not understand, that you may not see, that you may not know what they've been through, but at least they're willing to move beyond regeneration and not be what they've always been. The process of regeneration is a whole lot more difficult, a whole lot more deeper than being rehabbed back to something that I once was. You don't know the Jared Jenkins that I once was, and I promise you, you don't want me to go back to being him. I need to be regenerated by the blood of the Lamb and the work of sanctification in my life. Church, we need a good old-fashioned regeneration in the heart of the church. Amen. We need that. We need that. Religion kills worse than drug addiction does. Amen. Religion kills. Religion kills people like these. People like me. Religion kills us. My God. How you sit right there? You messed up. You, you made a mistake. You, you, you went through divorce. You did this. You did that. Sit down right there. You've got no place in the kingdom of God now. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what the word tells me. I thank God for the work of the Holy Ghost and regeneration that says, you know what, you may have been there, but you're about to be and have a double portion of where you've been because my God pulls us out of the muck and the mire and he does something beyond anything we can ever think or imagine. I thank God for the Holy Ghost that does a work of regeneration in our lives. Amen. So we got to know the difference. That's why we don't send people to rehab programs. We just don't. I know one person that made it through a rehab program, and if that's you, then I'm sorry. I repent to you, but I'm telling you, we send folks to regeneration programs. Amen. There's a difference. There's a difference. We got to be regenerated. The rain represented replenishing. I looked up what that word replenish means, and it means to fill up again. (laughs) it means to fill up again you know sometimes you just got to be replenished in the Holy Ghost (laughs) you know sometimes you just have to be replenished in the word of the Lord sometimes you just have to be replenished in worship you just get empty sometimes you pour everything out that's in you you just pour and pour and pour well sometimes you just have to be replenished amen you have to be filled up again and that's okay amen The vessels kept being emptied. Amen. She was pouring them out. They had to be replenished until she got to a place. And they said, there is yet a vessel no more. Amen. But I'm telling you, God wants to fill us up. We are the vessels that God wants to replenish and fill us up so that he can use us for his glory. Amen. I thank God for that. How many do you? Amen. I just want to read a few scriptures. The rain represented the harvest. God's about to do something. Rain don't matter unless you have seed in the ground. The rain is a type of the end time harvest. I said this last week. This is that. This is that. Acts chapter 2, and I'll close with this. Acts chapter 2. I can find it here. 
16 and 17. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it came to pass in the last days with God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, I know I really didn't preach, but I'm telling you, I believe we're going to see results of this day. I don't just hear things and have dreams about stuff like this. But when I woke up Friday morning, I literally thought it was raining outside. I could hear rain. And immediately I thought of this scripture, and the Holy Ghost just led me right there. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. James chapter 5, verse 7, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. And hath long patience for it until he received the early and the latter rain. I'm telling you, church, it's about to rain. So I'm going to sow these seeds in the ground one more time. The first seed is revival. Jesus Christ is about to be revealed as the one true God. (laughs) He's about to be revealed as the one true God. Baal's not God. The little gods of this world is not God. The Antichrist spirit that's everywhere is not God. COVID-19 is not God. What's their name that's fighting out on the streets? They're not God. Abortion is not God. Antifa, they're not God. All these little gods is out there trying to steal everybody's attention. They're not God. Sickness, whatever's going on with Bryson, is not God. We have dominion over that. We have dominion over that. We trust in God. Revival, whose God is God? And when revival comes, it reveals that there's 7,000 that's not bowed their knee to bell. God's about to show us the 7,000. It's easy to be fooled and sidetracked and thinking everybody's in that world. No, they're not, church. Not everybody's serving Baal. God's about to reveal that. So revival's about to take forth. Regeneration, not rehabilitation. Regeneration means to make new. Restoration. Refreshing. Times of refreshing will come. The word refresh means give new strength or energy to. How many of you need that? Rebirth and replenish. Replenish means fill up again. Rebirth means born again. I'm going to close with this. Galatians 6.9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. For in due season, for in due season we shall reap 
if we faint not. Would you stand with me today?